When your marriage ended, what did you do with your wedding or engagement ring? Now this is Bad Dates with Ali and I'm here to talk to you about dating culture, romance, apps, dodgy dates and this week, wedding and engagement rings. What the heck did you do with them when the relationship ended? They are pretty symbolic, aren't they? We spend huge amounts of money on them, we analyse the cart, the diamond, we do that like iconic hands up, I just got engaged, picture on our social media, it's everywhere, right? There's traditions on how much you should spend, it's X amount of your salary for a month, um, and, and what it means if they don't meet that mark and those like traditional standards. So the ring is a really big deal, right? But what about the women and blokes who've done all of that and the relationship has ended and they've got this symbol of an eternity which wasn't quite an eternity on their finger in their drawer in their life still so the reason i got thinking this week about wedding rings is i went to the ocean this week uh, and it made me think of something that happened a few years back many years ago i was on my way to vietnam and i sat next to a woman on the plane who had recently gotten divorced what she did is she took her wedding ring off and she yeeted it into the ocean, straight into the ocean, a bit like Titanic, except without Leonardo DiCaprio, because we don't really like him much anymore, do we? So when I was at the ocean, I was thinking about all of the engagement and wedding rings, just kind of floating around with the marine life, right? And apart from thinking about getting a scuba suit and starting my own business off all of these broken hearts, I did think about like, what do we actually do with these rings that mean so much? So I put a call out to people in the Bad Dates Network and I asked them, what did you do with your wedding or engagement ring once the relationship ended? Threw it in the ocean, Titanic style. I felt pretty good. I felt like I've had a couple of cleansing moments in the ocean before, so it felt right. I threw it in a wheelie bin. It made me feel so good. When I gave to a busker, I had it for years and decided to sell it, but they offered such a low amount that I got cranky and decided to give it away to a random person. I gave it to a girl offering henna tattoos, original receipt and all. Her face was priceless. I threw it into the bay from Seaford Pier. Chucked it out the car window. I hate littering, but it just happened. It was cathartic for sure. The ring indentation was still there for some time though. And after four years, the skin is still smoother than it is on the other fingers. As much as you try to cut people out of your life, there's always small reminders. Threw it into the ocean. My ex-fiancé gave me her ring back. I threw it into the ocean. Cathartic. You can see what I mean when I tell you a lot of people throw their rings into the ocean after the end of a relationship. I wasn't kidding. It is actually a thing. People um, will take the ring and throw it into a canyon, off a cliff, off a mountain, whatever else. And it is a moment for them. It's all about letting go of that symbol. And it's kind of a cleansing experience as well, I think. Um, there's so much put into that ring and so much emotion. And, you know, you've got the wedding day or the engagement and all of that. And to actually physically have an item that represents that and to physically be able to let it go is really substantial and really something and it's funny because when we talk about throwing rings away like that it's actually not a financial decision a lot of the time it's all emotional it's kind of like oh, it's like a cleansing ritual 
having these conversations with people about getting rid of their rings, it's quite, I don't know, it's quite emotional and quite touching that they have these conversations with you. Because although these discussions and these chats that I'm talking to you about now, I I found those on Instagram or let's I gathered those on Instagram. But I've had these discussions with people in real life and it is a significant moment to them to have let go of the ring in such a ritualistic way it's a big thing for them and you know I actually have to say I'm very privileged that people talk to me about these kinds of things and they let me in on these private moments so I'm very flattered for that but um engagement and wedding rings they're not just symbolic for the relationship itself but they're also symbolic because there's something physical that you can let go and take that next step into the next part of your life it's kind of like an an icon something you can let go of it's also about a fresh start in a way, which I think is um, really cool as well. I actually did a little bit of research while getting ready for this episode and there are actually people who set up a business where they have a metal detector and they go to the beach and they go around looking for engagement and wedding rings and I was thinking about that and I think a lot of them would be from people who had you know a bit of a fun day at the beach and lost their ring but they would also be raking it in (laughs) from people who have intentionally let go of that ring in that kind of moment of independence you know someone's gone and found it and made a little bit of money off it so it's a like it's a little bit of an industry isn't it so with you know rings and engagement rings and wedding rings you have the first step where you buy them um to mark a relationship taking the next step but then you have that second part where someone's found this ring and they've taken it to the cash converters and you know they're feeding their family with it when I was thinking about all of this like I said earlier I was thinking like oh maybe I get my scuba suit and I head down the end of a pier and I kind of poke around for these rings and you know what there is something to be said for that but also at the same time it's kind of nice excluding the marine life concerns it's kind of nice knowing when you look out into the ocean and you kind of have those deep thoughts that you always do when you look at the ocean there's actually a lot of memories in the waves so I suppose next time someone tells you on a dating app that you know they love walking on the beach holding someone's hand keep in mind they're probably walking next to a bunch of engagement rings that have been yeeted off into the wild (laughs) when your relationship ended what do you do with your wedding or engagement ring I tried to sell them to a broker, found out they were fake. I'd bought him a $10,000 ring. He pretended he had my rings insured and everything. It turned out my diamond engagement ring and wedding band were collectively worth $600 for the white gold only. My mum sold it for me. I planned to take it to Vegas, pawn it and put it all on red. Ex-wife gave it back after we decided to separate. I sold it and bought a boat. Whoever said diamonds are a girl's best friend clearly didn't have Uber Eats installed on their phone because diamonds really are not a girl's best friend. In 2023, we've got so much more going on than a rock on our finger. And that's what they are, right? They are, they're rocks, right? And what makes them valuable is like the emotion that we put into them, not the actual object itself. But when I say that, I'm being a little bit reductive, aren't I? Because the diamond industry is worth $81.4 billion a year and employs 10 million 
people worldwide. So even though I call them just rocks, they kind of are and kind of not. They're very well marketed rocks to which people will spend their life savings on. But also a lot of it is about where you are in the world because in parts of the world, diamond mining is an income and it's associated with a lot of stuff to do with human rights, poverty, all of that. So a diamond is not just a diamond. A diamond um, is part of an industry which is quite in-depth. Now, if you know me, you'll know the chances of me getting married are about minus a zillion million. (laughs) It's not going to happen. I'm definitely not going to get married pretty much ever. That doesn't mean that I won't be in a long-term relationship, but marriage is not for me. However, there was a time in my life where I was interested in getting married, but I still didn't want to do it the traditional way. And I was right into the idea of man-made diamonds. Now I know a lot of people think that man-made diamonds are really tacky and really cheap but I couldn't disagree more and there is a reason for that. So man-made diamonds are something that are intentionally made whereas diamonds in the wild they're not intentional they're just something that happens. Something that's man-made is just a better match for it, don't you think? Because I don't believe in fate or anything like that. I believe that love is something that we can, in part, create. So a man-made diamond, I think, really works for that sort of symbol. That being said, intentionally choosing a man-made diamond is very different to telling your partner you have splashed your cash on a real diamond and then made up stuff about insurance, (laughs) like the story we heard earlier. I think that that is very different. That is deceitful. Um, And and you know, I think that when you start a relationship on lies about the diamond, it's not the sign of a very good relationship now, is it? (laughs) When your relationship ended, What did you do with your wedding or engagement ring? I hid it in the house we shared, on top of an inbuilt cupboard, left the memories there. To add to the story, as this was teacher housing, one of my friends moved into the house a year or so later and was doing a clean-up and found it. I literally put it in an envelope and mailed it to him. I stopped wearing my rings after separating from my husband and then the cleaner stole them. He said he wanted it for memories. I believe it made marketplace. Why wait until the relationship is over? I'm still happily married and I've lost my ring. My favorite stories about wedding or engagement rings that are no longer part of a relationship are the kind of, I don't know, I wouldn't call them boring, but they're the very practical ones. They're the ones where the person has taken the ring to a cash converters or sold it or given it to a family member and it's turned into something that is more than a symbol, just something that's supporting them in their everyday life. Now, it is incredibly boring for me to say that it's exciting when a ring um, pays for your groceries, but I don't know, in 2023, the cost of living is high (laughs) and call me practical, but you know, groceries are something that sustain you, that keep you going. You know, you could spend your ring money on petrol for your car or whatever else. So, I mean, it is nice to have a symbol of your love, but if the relationship is over, why not 
support yourself? Why not support yourself in your new independent life and use that money towards something that really helps you? Because at the end of the day, a wedding ring or engagement ring, it is a symbol of a relationship. But if the relationship is over and it's giving you bad vibes, turning it into something that sustains you, whether that be as simple as groceries or petrol, that is a win. Thank you so much for joining me on Bad Dates with Ali this week. It is always a pleasure to talk to you. If you'd like to get in contact with me, find me on Facebook or Instagram. You can look up Bad Dates with Ali. I'm pretty responsive, so please do drop me a note or tell me your Bad Dates story or just say hello. I would love to hear from you. I will see you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.